Hi everyone, it's time to enter the legend with Sunbreaks Radio. Hi everyone, it's Leah, you're on Sunbreaks Radio and it's Friday 6pm. I hope you are all going well. Personally, I couldn't go better as it is vacation now for me, so I enjoy each second of it. And I know that most of my listeners are in France, so for your Frenchies, be brave, it will be soon your time to enjoy holidays. So for today's topic, first of all I'm gonna go back on last week's clue that I gave you. It was the song Sultan of Swing. So yeah, there's not so much suspense, uh, we are gonna talk about sultans. Uh, there are no specific countries or mythology what I'm gonna talk about um, are just Arabic legends coming sometimes from the real history, but embellished. And honestly, I was looking for a topic and I'm trying to cover as much diversity as possible uh, going all around the world and so on. And I found it interesting to talk about these figures of the Arabic world. I don't know for you, but me, when I hear the word Sultan, the first thing I think about is Aladdin. You know, the Disney cartoon. Well, it is also a movie now. Anyway, I could have told you about Aladdin's story, but it is not funny because you all know it. No, I chose stories uh, mainly about love, actually. So to enter the mood altogether, let's listen to a French song talking about love. Les filles d'aujourd'hui Et malheureusement j'en fais partie Elles sont trop hésitantes Les filles d'aujourd'hui Elles savent pas ce qu'elles veulent Elles savent pas dire oui Les gens de mon temps s'enlacent Et de ce temps les gens se lassent Soudainement tout s'efface Au moment de la préface Le vie 
It was Les Filles d'Aujourd'hui by Vianney and Joyce Jonathan on Sunbreaks Radio. There are so many songs about love and it is a universal feeling actually because who do not have love in its life? Nobody, I hope, because without it life would be so sad. So I'm gonna tell to everyone listening to me, I love you. And also people like, I love my parents, I love my brother, my family, my friends, and my boyfriend, without whom my life would not taste so good. Okay, it was the emotional moment. But as I say every week, music is here to make us feel emotions. And I don't want to make you cry, but I want you to have strong feelings listening to the next song, uh, which is My Mortal by Evanescence. Will you 
Okay, so let me know if there are songs that make you feel strong emotions so that I can play them. But now let's come back to Sultan. Listen carefully because it is time for the first story, The Sultan and the Dancer. During the time of the Emperor Akbar in the 16th century, the Sultan Bas Bahadur ruled the city of Mandu. He composed, sang and played music. He had fallen madly in love with a musician who also composed and played music to perfection. Her name was Rupmati. She was Hindu and he was Muslim. So they could not marry and for a long time their relationship, as passionate as it was, remained platonic. They'd made music together and played various instruments. He brought her on stage during the wonderful musical evenings he gave in a palace that he had built expressly for this purpose. However, the Emperor Akbar sent his best general to seize Mandu to increase his empire. Bas Bahadur was not prepared to face him. He was defeated, he fled and died. Akbar's general entered Mandu and found Rupmati abandoned by the Sultan. She was the most beautiful woman in India. She was blonde, with very white skin and, in addition to being a musician, she was a famous poetess. The victorious general wanted to make Rupmati his mistress. He insisted, he pressed her and he threatened her. Finally, one day, Rupmati gave him an appointment. The general thought his victory was assured. Rupmati put on her most splendid clothes and covered herself with perfume and magnificent jewels. The general found her lying on her bed, a veil over her face. He thought she was asleep. He lifted the veil and Rupmati was dead. She had committed suicide by swallowing her crushed diamonds. She had preferred to kill herself rather than give in to the victorious general. Well, this story hasn't a good hand, and they were not happy and they didn't have many children. By the way, why is this sentence always said at the end of children's stories? Why having many children would mean that people would be happy? You can be happier without children, and maybe many parents would agree with me. No, I think it's cool to have children, but it shouldn't be said like that to them. It shapes a basic way of life that everyone should have, but it's not true. They have to learn how to be happy by themselves. And that's why I like dramatic movies. It does not end well, and it is reflecting reality, actually. So it is learning to you um, that you have sometimes to be brave and face life as it is, not to hope the charming prince to come and save you, which is, by the way, a super misogyn idea. But yeah, life is not all white or all black. You have to learn to deal with that. And it's important to show that in movies because they represent a big part of culture and has a bigger impact than you think on people. 
okay, it was my complaint. Anyway, this story hasn't a good hand and that's how life goes sometimes. It is how human goes. It is something human by Muse. My circuits have blown I know it's self-imposed And all I have shared And all I have loved Is all I'll ever own But something has changed I feel so alive My life just blew up It was Muse on Sandbreaks Radio, something human. 
And I have to say that Muse is a so great music group. Actually, I saw them in a concert one time and I still remember it, as it was incredible. And I know that there are a lot of singers that I find incredible, but I love music. And guess what? I'm gonna make you listen to my favorite singer again. I promise I will make you listen to his songs every week because I cannot do a show on Legends without the King of Pop. And actually, he made a not-so-known song, which can also be related to the story, The Sultan and the Dancer. Um, yeah, it can be related in a way due to the title, but everyone can have his, its own interpretation, so let's go. Here is There Must Be More to Life Than This by Michael Jackson singing along with Freddie Mercury, who is Queen's singer. mood tonight um, but we should refocus on the sultan's world and what is better than a song for that 
Um, I don't know so much song making me think about Arabic world, that is to say almost known. Actually, I know one song, but it's complete cliche and I don't even know if it can represent it. But I'm gonna play it anyway because I have no other ideas and also this song should be familiar to two person of my family because there is a story behind it, at least that's what my father told me. But this story is gonna stay a secret for you, my listeners, but the ones that I'm talking about will recognize themselves. Here it is. Ağzımla sakızı şişirip şişirip arsız arsız patlatıyor Biz böyle mi gördük babamızdan hele güne rezil olduk Yeni adet gelmiş eski köye bak dostlar mahvoldu Seni gidip ındık kıran yılanı deliğinden çıkaran Kaderim püsküllü bela yakalarsam It was Kiss Kiss by Takan. I think 
that we are in the good mood now for a new story. So, here is the Emir and Granada, which I think is the best story of today's show, so listen carefully. A long time ago, in the time of Alandarus, a powerful emir lived in the south. After a long life spent in war and ruling his domain with justice and fairness, the emir, who was now on an advanced age, felt himself growing old and losing his strength. Aware of the need to bequeath his crown and having only one daughter as offspring, the powerful emir pursued himself to look for a husband for her, who would also become the next emir. Within a few days, many horsemen carried the message through the country and beyond. The emir of Granada was seeking a suitor for his sweet daughter Nur, who will inherit the kingdom. Subsequently, three suitors had the audacity to present themselves in front of the powerful ruler. The decision was difficult to take, so the emir decided to launch a challenge in order to decide between them. My lord, you, who covet my beautiful daughter, as well as my emirates, I challenge you. In three days, bring me the most precious thing that can exist on our earth. Thus, I will decide. The first suitor, who was the prince of a powerful border kingdom, chose his fastest horse and he rode the roads of Alandalus as fast as the wind could blow in order to find a precious object. The second was the sultan of a distant kingdom. He took his lightest boat and sailed the sea in search of sumptuous treasures. Finally, the last suitor was a young governor of the Emirate, hardly known and with a little fortune. This last one, having neither ship or fast horse, went to look for his present on foot. The three days passed and the hour of the verdict came. All the court and the visors and all the influential people of the kingdom had come to the palace to attend the event. The emir entered, sat down and asked the contenders for their answer to the challenge. The prince spoke up and said, O oh, great Hemir, I have traveled the roads of Alandarus to Taifa of Valencia. Here is the most precious thing that can exist on our land. Here is the crown of an ancient princess of gold and set with precious stones and ivory. Then the Sultan stepped forward and spoke. O oh, mighty ruler, I have traveled the seas to Maghreb al-Aqsa. From its belly came the most precious object of our land. Here is the ruby, whose value exceeds that of my kingdom. Finally, it was the turn of the young governor. O great ruler of Granada, I went not far from your palace, and as humble I am, I offer you this present. The young man gave a grenade. The doubting emir took the fruit from his hands and asked, a simple fruit? What is so precious about it? The governor replied, Emir, I do not offer you a fruit, but time, the most precious things in our land, 
the thing that every person loses and cannot buy, whether he is rich or poor. My sovereign, I picked this ripe and juicy fruit three days ago, and now it is getting soft. So I offer you the passing of time, and each of its seeds represents the choices we make or do not make. The old emir, aware more than any other of the importance of time, decided to marry his daughter Nur to the young governor, and the wedding took place the same day. It is a so wise story. Really, it is deep and powerful, even if the end is quite predictable. Because in this kind of stories, it is always the one who has nothing that win and distinguish itself. Anyway, I have the feeling that I already heard this kind of story. The story is showing that money and wealthiness are not the most important thing in life and so on. When we ask the question to anyone, this person will answer that money is not the most important and that things like love are more important. But I think it is more complicated than that. And a lot of people are lying. If they were not, why so many people would be so involved in their jobs, letting their families alone, but to justify their absence, saying that without this devotion to work, they wouldn't have all they have. So there, all they have means that all the money which is spent for them. I think that some children sometimes do not need a new phone, but just their parents' love. I think there is a balance to be found between money importance and the other things, because for sure, money contributes to happiness, if I can say it like this. Because today's society is literally based on money, so it's more comfortable not to be in need. But everyone must be careful not to become too much obsessed with it, because you can quickly go from happiness to unhappiness, forgetting to live your life or losing everything because of it. So here again, I've been far in my reflection, but obviously it makes me think about a song which is called Money and it's by Pink Floyd. Get back I 
certainly was in the right. Yeah, So I hope you liked it because it was the long version, but it's my favorite song from Pink Floyd. I really feel making radio show is like the game when you say a word and you have to find a song with this word. I mean, that is how I'm functioning personally. And I also try to make connections between my stories and the songs I play while I'm trying to fit all the songs I was asked to play by my biggest fans. And by this, I obviously talk about my family and also Samuel, maybe. But believe me, there are a lot of songs, so I'm sorry if you don't hear yours today. I won't forget it and play it next week. Anyway, I'm tired about thinking too much, but obviously I can't stop. And that's why the next song is called I'm Tired and it's sung by Labyrinth. Hello, you know I'm tired. Hello, you know I'm tired. Hello, you know I'm tired of tears. Hello, just cut me loose. I don't know when or how to 
and I hope you don't feel too tired, but be brave. It is the weekend for most of you now, so you can rest and enjoy relaxing things. If you are listening to this show, I hope it is the first thing relaxing you. Anyway, let's wake up a bit because the show is not finished yet and my father asked me for a song which is kind of linked to today's topic. So I'm going to play it, obviously, to get you back in the Arabic legends mood. Here is Mustafa by Queen. not decided yet if I like it or not but anyway now it is time for the next and last story of this hour the Sultan woman in this world of men in the 13th century one woman stood out 
Shagarad Eddo. She was a Turkish slave whom the Sultan of Egypt had married. This woman of character refused to be confined in the harem and followed her husband everywhere, especially in war. She found herself in front of Damietta, where the crusader led by Saint Louis had just landed. The danger for Egypt was mortal. It was necessary at all costs to reject the invaders at the sea. But the Sultan died of a sudden illness. All was lost, but this was not the opinion of Shagaret Eddor. Calmly, coldly, she took matters into her own hands. So she hid her husband's death. From the tent of the Sultan, whom everyone thought was still alive, she gave orders supposedly issued by her husband, thanks to which the crusaders were thrown back into the sea, defeated by a former slave. After that, Shagaret Eddor was not going to let go of the power. However, it was her son, her husband's successor, who ruled. So she had him slaughtered by her soldiers in front of the eyes of the horrified French prisoners. The soldiers, untouched by the determination and energy of this woman, hoisted her to the throne, but from Baghdad, the caliph protested. Women were not to be given power. So she married one of the Turkish officers, Aybak, who became the nominal ruler. Over the years, Aybak made claims. He was, after all, the real ruler. So Shagaret Eddor had him assassinated in 1257 and installed on the throne a new puppet, Hali, the son of Aybak's first marriage. And she continued to rule by proxy. Everything would have been fine in the best of worlds if Ali's wife named Omali had not found her mother-in-law too cumbersome. The daughter-in-law, indeed, wanted power for herself. So she organized her plot carefully and was so determined to win that she made a vow. If she succeeded in getting rid of her mother-in-law, she would give all the poor people in Cairo a cake. She knew how to bribe slaves who, in her hammam, beat the Sultana Shagret Heddor with their wooden plowshares until she died. O'Malley, at the aid of happiness, baked the famous cake that she distributed to the whole city. This sweet is still made by the pastry chefs of Carol and bears her name. Maybe you can think that this woman is a rebel. The fact is that it is a true story which became a legend as it was so special and maybe also inspiring. Honestly, I'm a bit torn between thinking that this woman was courageous, ambitious, and she deserved to be respected. And I also think that she uses terrible ways and that at the end she did not really achieve her goal because she was still in the background. It is not a discovery that at that time, women places had always been in the background. There are only few women who achieved to be powerful and respected. 
even if today things are changing and hopefully now things are different. But I think that maybe many women will agree with me that it's, it is still a fight to show that you are valuable and that you deserve respect. I could tell you about it during an entire hour because it is a wide subject. But instead, I prefer make you listen to a song from an involved French singer in Woman Issues. It is Barbara Pravi on Sunbreaks Radio. Tu seras gentille, ma fille, je ne veux voir aucun air contrarié. Sur ton joli minois, tu devrais remercier toutes celles qui ont lutté pour que toi, tu puisses faire tes choix et te surpasser. Tu seras docile, ma fille, je ne veux voir aucune once de fatigue, ni de cernes, ni de gestes qui veulent dire, et Dieu sait qu'il faut être une mère et pouvoir tenir, travailler, entretenir le foyer. Tu seras Jolie ma fille, ta silhouette, sa minceur, l'esthétique, les figures imposées, les dictates, le verdict. Il faut être belle pour se faire aimer, même quand les regards seront lubriques. Tu seras habile ma fille pour tirer ton épingle du jeu d'Athéna ou Vénus, soit les devoirs bien plus. Tu voudrais t'en sortir sans souffrir d'être une femme aujourd'hui, mais ça n'y compte pas. Au fond, tu n'as pas le choix Au fond, tu n'as pas le choix Tu seras gentille, ma fille Je veux voir ton teint rose se noircir De rimel quand il part Et qu'il n'ose pas te dire Que l'amour a fané pour de bon Et qu'il t'embobine sans avouer ses raisons tu Docile ma fille, tu iras presque jusqu'à jouer Pour une place, pour un rôle, un jeu déjà truqué Si tu encours le risque, tu pourras toujours balancer, accabler ton clavier Tu seras jolie ma fille, photoshop réseau en abondance Parce que tout doit briller dans ton monde parfait Des selfies, des duck face en tout sens Dans cette folle course au like, quelle place pour le vrai tu Habile ma fille, bien consciente de vivre dans un monde déréglé, délirant, qui te ronge et t'agace sans savoir où te mettre, s'il faut dire où se taire. Tu vivras comme te dicte la masse, mais au fond, tu n'as pas le choix. Au fond, tu n'as pas. This song is a rewriting of Kid, a song basically from Eddie Depreto, and I think that Barbara Pravi reinterpreted it quite well. And she often does that, rewrites songs with a commitment. So yeah, it is a beautiful song. Actually, it is um, speaking about how it feels to be a woman in today's society, how you have to fit the idea of what's being feminine and so on. So if you didn't understood the lyrics, uh, you should maybe go on the internet and try to translate it because they are really powerful and strong. Anyway, it's soon the end of the show, but we still have time for our last song. 
And I don't know why I'm in a French mood tonight. So I have a last French song in mind to make you listen to. Uh, it's called Le Dernier Jour du Disco and it's by Juliette Armanet. C'est la fin, le tout dernier matin, le tout dernier jasmin. Ne me lâche pas la main, c'est la fin, le soleil au lointain s'écroule seul dans son coin. Ne me lâche pas, je te tiens. Le dernier jour du disco, je veux le passer sur ta peau. you understood the lyrics but as she says it is the end so that is why I wanted to put it as the ending song actually I also love this song and I cannot avoid singing at the main lyrics really and it's also my motivating song when I go to work 
and I know that my mother also like it. So, mom, I hope you are listening and that you heard it. Anyway, going back to the Arabic world, that is unfortunately the end of the show. But I hope, as always, that you enjoyed this moment with me, uh, as I did. And maybe also that you learned new things, because actually some of the story were were, um, true history. So it's good to know for your own world culture. And next week, we are going to improve it as well with legends and mythology from Europe this time. But Europe is wide, so I'm going to let you guess which one I will talk about. By the way, if you if you have any wish, any legend that you want me to talk about, feel free to ask on the Sandbricks Instagram account, which is SB Prague in a single world. And yeah, that's it. Well, I wish you a good evening and obviously a good weekend full of fun and relaxing things. And also, I wish you a great week until next Friday. Bye. Bye everyone, it's time to leave the legend, but you're still on Sunbreaks Radio. <laughs>